I, I, I don't know that part of the song, Dave. Well, sucks for you, man. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I know the intro part, so that's why I... <laughs> See, the, what's really weird is like that's not even the intro part. That it's isn't? just the most famous part. Oh. Well, just call me Famous Andy... Isn't there like a famous Andy's Cookies or something like that? I have no idea. I'll have to look that up. Alright, so are we going to get started then? Yeah. Was that our random... I don't even know what song that is. It's the Toreador song. Gesundheit. Thank you. The Toreador song. From Gesundheit Carmen. again. It's from Carmen. Oh. Toreador on Toreador. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Really kind of lame lyrics, but man, it's such a cool song. Okay, so that's the random song from the Random Access Podcast. RAPodcast.net. Dot net. On Monday, October 30th, 2006. Devil's Night. Isn't that tomorrow? No. Oh, it's the night before Halloween. Yes. Okay. Welcome to Episode 8. The Spooky Edition. <laughs> We are not seriously going to do that, are we? No. Okay. I'm sorry. Could go go like this the entire no, podcast. Like, add weird effects and find my Halloween CD and just start yeah. throwing stuff in there. Random start doors random slamming, screams and chains rattling around. No, I'm good. You sure? Yeah. Oh. I if if you really want me to, I could probably throw them in there afterwards, but I'm probably not going to. Nah, that's fine. Okay. So it's um, night before Halloween. Are you are you doing anything for Halloween? Uh, I'm going to a friend's bonfire. Oh, a bonfire. What are you doing? Anything? I've got class. You've got class? Yes. What time? Uh, normally about 5.30 to about 8.30, 9 o'clock or so. Well, the bonfire doesn't start till after that. Yeah, but then I have an 8 a.m. class on Wednesday. Oh, come on. Come on. Come to the bonfire. I, oh, I, would, I would not. Well, I don't have a costume anyway. Well, then you lose. I'm sorry. You do have a costume. I do have a costume? Yeah, you have the same costume that was my backup costume. What was your backup costume? The WoW Quest Giver. I do have that, don't I? And, like, that's all you need. But I, I, I don't, I don't actually need. have the... Ex- you have the... Uh, you have all the... Do I, do I have all of it? Yeah, I just have the hat. Well, then it's in the car. It's in the car still? Yeah. It's in the car still? Two months later, it's still in the van. Wow. Yeah. All I know is I have the hat part. It's all. It's all I have. Yeah. No. I, I. I was going to do that, and then I came up with a better one. Oh. I'm going as my evil twin. That was what I came up with. You te- You stole my freaking idea. I didn't know such thing. You did too. No, I didn't. I. Re- Strokes his goatee. You don't have a goatee yet. I have a beginning. I have enough that I could call it my evil twin's goatee. No, you don't. You have to get like. You'd have to permanent marker that sucker. Bullshit. In there with- You'd have to get a get a broom and glue some. No, this this right here plus the jeans. I'm going to wear blue jeans, which what? is definitely something my evil twin would do. What? That's not. It's a costume. I, it, it's like the one exception I'll make. Do you realize that neither one of us ever wears jeans? Yeah, uh, I haven't. Well, that's not true. I have on occasion worn them, but generally, I haven't worn jeans since sophomore year, junior year, something like that. I got you beat. I can tell you when I stopped wearing jeans. When? Freshman year, 
right after the holiday break because that's when my brother got me a nice pair of pants and and you're like why have i been wearing jeans my they're life? so uncomfortable i know i don't understand what people's fascination with them are I, some people like them I'd like a nice pair of khakis, especially yeah. since I can find a pair of khakis for 10 bucks. Did I? Right. Not like 30, 40 bucks for jeans. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I remember I was working at a summer camp when I found the $10 pair of khakis. So I got I got a, like four or five of them. Somewhere in like brand new, nice looking khakis in the middle of outdoors right. at a summer camp. Yeah. People are looking at me very strange. And I'm like, there are 10 bucks. And they're just no, like, Ooh. That said, there, there are occasions where... Jeans are preferable to khakis. Yes. If I'm, like... Doing hard labor with, like, wood and metal tools. Yeah, where you kind of want a little bit more protection. Than... Yeah. That's when I wear corduroys, though. Close enough. Yeah. That's that's about as close as I'm going to get to jeans. Yeah. So, I, I, are we, are, do you have, so my, I'm probably going to go to class. I'm going to be a college student for Halloween. I'm going to come home. Come to the bonfire. I, maybe. We'd I love know. to see you there. I, I, I don't know. Come on. Got an 8 a.m. class the next day. So don't day. stay too late. We'll probably stay for like an hour, maybe. There you go. It's all you need to do. Problem. I don't know. Just show up. Okay. I will. I will see about it. So, yeah. Hall- oh, I made the site orange for Halloween. You didn't know such thing. The site's orange, anyways. You dumbass. It's been orange the entire month of October. It's been orange since August. <laughs> that was for the fall colors. Now this one's ho- <laughs> this is orange for Halloween. Okay, wise ass. You change it for the spring. Okay, I will... Or the winter. I will pick the orange glow of the sun reflecting off the uh-huh. snow uh-huh. during a sunrise. Uh-huh. The but winter. you did the forums, too, didn't you? you no, the no you, did the forums to, you did the forums to copy my color uh-huh. scheme. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, I should just let the site go. Okay. And leave it all to you and see what happens. There'll be lots of green text <laughs> everywhere, no links. Yeah. Um, forums would just keep on doing whatever they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. What are the forums doing, Dave? Uh, the forums are being repaired. You, you broke them? I didn't break them. I broke part of them. You didn't break them, but you broke part of them. Yes. Part of them that actually you and I are the only ones who have access to. Wait, there's a part that I have access? Yes. When was, did I miss the (laughs) memo? Um... Tomorrow. Oh, there's a memo going out tomorrow? Yes. Oh. Maybe. Maybe. Why would you send a memo out to only us two? See, that's the point, is I didn't send a memo out to us two. I don't need to send a memo out to us two. I see you at least once a week. That is true. That That is true. I, I am staring so, at you right now. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's a part of the forum that you and I are the only ones who can use it. So it doesn't really, it's not really exciting for everybody else. Right. Okay. Although they can see that it's broken. They can see the results. Oh. My, the HTML code that was showing. Yeah. We're the only ones that can actually do that. Actually, I can't. You can't? No. You've tried it? Yeah. I'll have to look at that. My HTML is off. You're, oh, are you sure? Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm sure. I'll, I'll have to look at that later. As you can tell in the um, hidden part of the forums where I posted a post saying, why is my HTML off? Uh, do you think I look at the hidden part of the forums. Well, it's there for a reason. Why else is there a hidden part to the forums? It's there for us to experiment. Oh, I was just... Yeah, there's a, a secret part of the forums, by the way. Y- you can't find it. You don't have the hidden handshake. That's right. And the special key. And the uh, 
special genes like, like in our the blood. The red key for the red door. Or I was thinking Harry Potter and this the wizard blood and wizard and, blood. I, which book was that in? The, the Muggles have the people who aren't wizards. Muggles and yeah, wizards. Which book? I don't remember. Because uh, I don't really know wh- where you're talking about in Harry Potter. The last book was Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Yes. So there there must be wizard blood. Have you read the book, Sandy? Yes. Okay. Have you read the books? Yes. What, why are we arguing about I don't this? know. What else? Okay. What else can we talk about? <laughs> what What else has been going on, Dave? Um, I, I've almost kicked this flu. Oh, your your uh, your leprosy and gangrene. Yeah, and leprosy, gangrene, tapeworm, parasite, black death, and black death. Yes, which is kind of funny because I was just watching a house marathon and they brought up the um, black plague in one of the episodes. Yeah, Kate actually started asking me about uh, symptoms. Oh, because she watched that house. Actually, that was me. Ah, mm-hmm. hiding on her name. Yes. Okay. Yes, I did bring up to you about the uh, Black Death. Yes. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, so, news for the week. News for the week. Show notes. Show notes. I'm working on seven. I'm working on one. Andy's... We're going to meet... Well, we've got... I've got schoolwork and I stuff know, to know. do. And so my... I. I have two exams next week. Oh, I don't have any exams next week. I'm sorry. Actually, no. I have an exam this week. Ooh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> I have an exam this week. And I have an exam next week, too. Oh. I'm sorry. And I'm still working on the show notes. Okay. I Plus, my internet connection is still a little iffy at times. Shaky. Shaky. DSL. Best. Well, it's fine when it works. When it doesn't oh, work... Everything it's... is fine when it works. Maybe. The point is, it doesn't work. Yeah. I think it's a router issue. I'll have to go and... You know, I've been having those too, actually. I know, it's kind router of Router issues, like, yeah. all of a sudden it just dies... I know. I found that if you unplug it for five minutes, plug it back in, works fine. Well, that's kind of odd. Yeah. Very, very odd, but okay. So, um, should should we start with the the list? Do we have a list? I have a list. You have a list? Did you not get the memo? You sent a memo? Maybe. I think I am you with some ideas for the list. I then... didn't get any IMs. When did you IM me? Sometime last night, this morning. Ish. Maybe. Maybe. I don't think you IM'd me. Well, then somebody got some really strange IMs then. <laughs> I don't know who. But somebody's gonna get random topics. Okay. So, what what are the topics that you wanted to talk about? Um, well, the first one, we have to get our obligatory um, Jack Thompson oh, story. Wait, he's in the news again? Yes. How the hell does this man manage it? I don't know. How is Jack Thompson in the news, Andy? All right. So, they're still doing the hearing for being held in contempt of court. Is the hearing actually going to go on? Um, well, he's there. He's handing it off to another judge. Uh. So, he's like, I'm washing my hands of this. You can let somebody else <laughs> deal with the, it. The judge, the original judge. Yes. Who Thompson called, like, a moron yes. and a maniac. Yes. He's sending it off to another judge for them to deal with the whole issue. Because I don't think Take-Two is going to back down on this. I and, hope not. Um... So, um, while he was doing it, it seems that um, somebody was reviewing the uh, newest Mortal Kombat game, and in this game, you can create your own fighter. Okay. All right? 
And so standard RPG character creation kind of thing. Yeah, where you can change the, face, the look and everything like that. Yeah, like they, he created. Uh, he was showing like people you can read. Like he created Bruce Campbell. He created Hulk Hogan. He created um, Silent Bob. Sweet. Yeah, and the last person he created was um, Jack Thompson. Jack Thompson. Yes, in this character creation screen, and he did like all the moves, and he he actually gave like a background of why he picked these moves for Jack Thompson. Like he picked the giant war hammer, which looks like a giant gavel, <laughs> that sort of thing. That's awesome. So this started spreading around, and people are misinterpreted, thinking, "Wait a second, Jack Thompson is a playable character in this game," which Oops. he's not. Right. He's it, just. It's you can make a facsimile of Jack yes. Thompson. It it would just be like saying that I'm a playable character in this game. Because I can make a character that looks like me. Right. Which is really hard to do. Have you ever tried that? Try to make a character that looks yeah, like you? Yeah, I'm horrible at it. Yeah, so am I. It's weird. I can create other people, though. Really? Yeah. Just not myself. I don't know. Very odd. But, so, he sent out a letter to, um, I do believe it's Midway who owns uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I, or Acclaim, I think. Or Acclaim Midway or something like that. Okay. Uh, but he sent out a la- uh, letter to the creators telling them to cease and desist and remove his likeness from the game. Oops. But His likeness isn't in the game. I know, but he still sent out the letter anyway. Yeah, he's just blowing smoke. I... He's upset about the contempt of court hearings. And... Which, which is kind of funny, though. Like The, the, the website I was looking at for the, all the, the news... <laughs> about the hearings, which I'll probably send put the link in the show notes. They actually he actually sat down with Jack Thompson and interviewed him for a bit and was like was sitting around watching this whole bully contest go on in Florida because he's like a mile away from the, the county courthouse. Yeah. And it, it's actually like looking at Jack Thompson, it's like he's not as crazy as you think he is. It's He's pretty nuts. Yeah, but if if you if you play on his like if you Go in with a level head and not go in thinking this man's crazy. He seems to be normal. Like, he, he walked into the things and was like, you're Jack Thompson. He's like, yeah. He's like, well, you look different on TV. And he's like, yeah. And he, put, he puts up his hands against his head and points his fingers up. He's like, yeah, no horns. See? It's, he seemed like just like a average dad a bit in the article from what he was – from his interview and stuff. Yeah, but he's uh... – I know. I was doing the same exact thing while I'm reading this. I'm like, I don't want to believe it. He, he's nuts. <laughs> I mean, the whole Penny Arcade incident. Yeah. That... And the Flowers for Jack incident. Yes. Uh, and uh, there was some stuff with VG Cats as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Copycat, I think. No. No? Different thing. Oh, there's there's something with Copycats. I don't remember <laughs> what it was. But yeah, he. oh, I actually did some research about him. He actually doesn't have a law firm per se. Because I found to actually found out where his office is. If you actually want to call him up, I really? can show you the webpage where it lists all his personal information. Oh, fun. He's about six miles away from the Miami International Airport. So if you actually want to fly down there, you can and probably... Just, like, slap him in the face, walk away. Then you'd probably get charged with assault and battery. Yeah, and can't do that. I'd have to do an hour-long podcast by myself. Yeah, maybe the listeners want that. I, I could do a multiple personality. I could... Could you? I don't know. Do you have multiple personalities? No, we don't. Okay. But yes, so that's that's Jack Thompson. We're done. Okay, that that's the Jack unless Thompson he does something, spotlight of the yes, week. Unless he does something other crazy within the next like thirty minutes, we're done. And we see him nope, online. We're done. Something. Nope. Even if he does something now, I'm not even going to talk about it. I will. Well, if you see something, go right ahead. But I'm not right. going to comment on it because we're we're it's he's just he's like a freaking. 
wart or not a wart or some type of blemish. Yes, like a pimple that just won't go away. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and part of that is our fault for continually bringing him up. Yes, but you, this man, you can't just let him go. You have to point out what he's doing, otherwise he'll keep doing it, and no one will realize it. But it's it's kind of funny though, because this kind of brought up another thing that I wanted to talk about. You know, like remember when I talked about that the National Media in the Family or National Institute for National Institute for Media in the Family? Yeah, how they had their conference out in Minnesota. Yeah, where and only like, the no president one... of the ESRB was going to show up. Yeah. Well, I was I was wondering about this because it happened over the twentieth and the twenty first, and I was wondering like, okay, when are we going to get the info from it? it turns out um, there really isn't any info from it because guess how many game reporters showed up? One, 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 one guy Oops. showed up to this conference to to represent the gaming industry <sighs> reporting. That's sad. I know because. It's it's kind of like the that these are the people that the congressmen listen to. These are the people that the parents who don't know better listen to. Shouldn't we at least listen to what they say to be able to argue them? Right. Rather than just going, oh my god, this is crazy that they want to give us a ten year report card for the industry, blah, 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 like we said. Right. And we actually kind of, I would ra- like if I had the ability to go, I would have gone. Oh, well, all we need to do is convince them to hold the next one in Ann Arbor. God, there'd be so many riots. I don't know. It's I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you'll have to see. But yeah, I was kind of surprised by that. There was only one guy showed up, and his first article about was how he was the only guy who showed who up. Who showed up, yeah. yeah. Poor guy. So has any other information come out from it? No, I actually went to their webpage, and I was like, any bulletins, anything? Nothing. Nothing. It's like they held the conference, and it just disappeared off the face of the earth. That's too bad. I know. I was looking for, like, talking points. I was looking for anything. I was looking for that 10-year plan. Nothing. Nothing. Of course, that could also be interpreted that, like, they just wasted time. They, they just talked for the sake of talking? Generally, it's what those kinds of groups do. Good. I don't know. It'd be an interesting. I would have loved to see who was there and this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's a conference next year or something that I could wander <laughs> off to and act oh, on. Oh, I'm sure they'll such. try and do it again. So that's, that's my Jack Thompson nymph moment. Of the week. The more you know. Yeah. That little star shooting and all that sure. jazz. Yeah. Okay. So, um, is so, there any other tech news? That- tech news? Uh, lots of new games coming out like, in the next couple of weeks. What? Well, Final Fantasy XII comes out tomorrow. I am proud that I didn't know that. I've been waiting for this game since I went to E3. I'm proud that I didn't know about it. Because there was always, everybody, Final Fantasy VII with your huge freaking swords and your spiky hair. That's seven, no. right? With the yeah. swords and the spiky hair? Yeah. Well, the huge sword and the spiky hair. Okay, I'm sorry. But, yes. And then you you had all your other Final Fantasy games. They, they were good games. I know you didn't enjoy them, but they were still good games. I tried to enjoy them. I actually sat down and said, okay. Well, here, you, you okay. Gave me, you gave me what? Like one through... One through six. Yes. Here's my question. Okay. Can it be a good game if you don't enjoy it? Can it be a good game if you don't enjoy it? Like, well, for me personally, it's not a good game if I can't enjoy it. Right. If if there's something that takes away from the gameplay, and I'm going to be sitting there either A, bored out of my mind, or B, completely oblivious to some type of game mechanic or something's going wrong. Like, I can't have a good game where I'm stuck at the third boss because of some stupid game mechanic in right. there. Right. Understandable. Hey, be careful with that Coke. <laughs> I like my Coke. 
It's on my bed. It's in my hands. So, yeah, it's it's it to me personally. It can't be a good game if I don't enjoy it. Like I could I could see right. Well, no, but can can you take an objective point of view and say you know I didn't like it, but it's still a good game. Well, it's hard to do that though because the games are more of an interactive environment where you have to participate in order to get a return. Like, okay, let's say. Well, but that's not always true because I know a lot of people who actually don't enjoy playing games, but they do enjoy, actually enjoy sitting and watching other people play them. What people are these? I don't know. Like, it's the weirdest thing ever, but they actually like just sitting and watching people play games. Calling out the crazy people and calling them normal. (laughs) Hey, they're they're out there, so. There's a movie that I saw in one of my film classes called Koyana Statsky. Okay. Yeah, Philip Glass. It was a, it was a, when I first saw it, everybody else around me thought this was the worst movie ever. And I thought, too. And when I was sitting there watching, I was looking at my watch every five minutes going, how long is this going to go on for? But with a movie, you can actually like sit back because you're not really participating in it. You can sit back and take an objective look on it. Like The visuals in this movie were great. It, well, but why can't you do that? In a, you Can't you look at the art in the game, the backgrounds, the textures, the characters, and just see like... You know, that's very well done. Or look at, take a fighting game and look at the the fluidity of the movement and be like, wow, that's really well done. But there's a point where you can only go so far without having, without you having to put effort into it in order to get a return on your investment, if that makes sense. Like, wow, it's a great game, but you have to put time and effort into it to catch all the little things, to look at all the, to find things that make it such a great game. But do you have to do that for something like Bejeweled? To f- define the simplicity of the joy of Bejeweled or Collapse or the... You have to put time in to... Fi- do, you, to f- do you really have to put time into it? You have to put some time into it. The game is... If you load the game and it just sits there, you have to put time and effort into something. No, you could watch someone. You don't need to actually take part in it. To me, watching somebody play a video game is boring. Yeah. Unless they're doing something really neat. Like, I, I can watch people play Soul Calibur... Because I'm watching all the fluidity and all the other right. stuff there. That, I take, see, a, I take right a technical there, aspect of it. Right there is my point. You didn't need to play Soul Calibur when you watched someone play it. Yes, but I wanted to play it to see it myself. Right. You wanted to because you felt, you felt yes. that would be a great game for you. But, but with, you still didn't need to play it to recognize that it could be a great game. Sort of. But, with, but that's with multiplayer. Somebody else is being able to control it. If I'm the only one in no, charge of it. Doesn't, I, it could have been me versus a computer. And you still would have seen it. Yes, but it still involves somebody else. There's a multiplayer aspect to the game. No, it involves someone else interacting with the game. All right, let's put it this way. If you had Soul Calibur here, I would sit down and watch you play mm-hmm. every once in a while. Would you watch the computer play itself? No. Why not? Because... How is it, that any different than me playing the, against the computer? Because the computer, it's... Personal feelings of computers cheating aside, how is the computer playing itself any different? It's like I'm watching a 30-second fight scene over and over and over okay. and over again. But what if you don't know if it's me or the computer playing? What, am I just flipping through channels and suddenly no, like, pick up your television? Well, it, it's a, a blind experiment. We set up a screen. You're in a room with a screen. Okay. On the other side of a wall, there's a person and a PlayStation. They're playing Soul Calibur. And somewhere in there, it gets switched, and you don't know when, to the computer playing the computer. You don't know when. Does I... it suddenly become less interesting? Yes. How do you know? 
because you can tell when there's a human element behind. You, not you, always. You can, you can not tell. Always. You can tell. Not always. Yes. No. Yes. Andy, the AI is sufficiently advanced. You can't always tell. You can tell. I can tell. The the computer has everything down almost too perfect with sometimes. Well, their timing is too on cue. Have you, have you seen Brian and I get into our back and forth battles? Yes, and you're sitting there doing guard blocks over and over again with each other. For like the computer minutes. is not going to do that. Sooner or later, one of the computer's AI is going to be too perfect and be able to do that major combo through a guard break and on that. You can't, but the game mechanics are designed in such a way you can't do that, and neither can the computers. But we're still going on the fact that it's Soul Calibur and not Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy is a solo game only. There's no way to put the computer against itself. Okay. Or to... True. I would... I'm if, if I had to sit here and watch you play Final Fantasy... I would break out my iPod. I would start surfing the net. It's the the timing for me is just so slow. The ter- turn based combat is slow, also. But granted, right. well, twelve is not turn based. It's not turn based. That's a it's, it's a weird combat system. That's a jump from their original. Well, it hasn't technically been turn based since Final Fantasy Four. I'm proud that I didn't know that. It's been it was something called the active time battle system. The ATB. Right. But it's still that you have to put a lot in time and effort in a single-player game to get anything out of it. You have to be proactive in it. And if you're not having a fun time being proactive in the game, then what is going to compel you to keep on going farther into the game to see what else it has to offer? I'm not having fun. In World of Warcraft, I rolled characters. I'm not having fun. After level 10, they're gone. Right. Because I'm not having fun with them. So there's no point for me wanting to go through the entire rest of the game to see what else there is for that character. Right. Because I'm not having fun. Is that what happened to Watson? No, he's beta happened to Watson. <laughs> That's what happened to all my characters. Holmes beta showed Moriarty, up. by the way, are up to level 22. What is he, level 12? Watson, I think so. He's still sitting in the inn in Lachmodon. <laughs> Probably level Mail's going to start in. getting bounced back to people because he's yep. been... We've gotten stuff back. Whoops. Level him. But the beta is so much more fun. Level him. But the beta is so much more fun. Level Watson, you know you want to. I want to see what else there is in the beta. But going back to to my intended point is that there, there are games I certainly didn't enjoy, but I will still say that they were good games. Like what? Grand Theft Auto. Okay, I could see where you could have issues with certain part of it, but the overall game... No, I, I didn't like the game. Oh. And you can even draw the parallel to movies. I hate, hate The Godfather. You hate The Godfather? Yes. What about Godfather 2? Yes. I don't like the series. Hey, Baba. Yeah, see? Huh? Huh? But it, it's a lot easier to be, take a... Or to... books, since we're, you know, we were mentioning video games being the new books... 1984, piece of shit to me. I hated the book. I couldn't get through it. Actually, there it's were parts... still a great piece of literature. There were actually parts in 1984 that I couldn't get through either. I actually had to skip over... Brave New World? When they forced us to read that for school? Is that the one with the, the, the guy who was like the, gene- the genetic like alphas and everybody? Yeah. Is that... I was trying to think of that name of that book for like a day and a half. Brave a Brave New, New World. World. Okay. Yeah. And Soma the Drug? Yes. Yeah. 
I hated that book. I actually liked that one. I hated that book, but I will still admit it's one of the great classics. Well, well, classic. how do you how do you know it's a great classic? Are you just going for <clears> other <throat> people's word? I'm going because of the influence it's had. But you, you're saying because of the collective unconsciousness toward, or a collective conscious, whatever it is, a cl- groundswell from the the mass of people is what's caused the book to be great. It's had a profound effect on philosophy. And on other books. But you personally don't think... I did not enjoy it. I did not enjoy it at all. But So for you, personally, it's not a great book, because you hate it. But that's the thing, is I will say it's a great book. But you personally don't think it's a great book. No, I don't don't enjoy it. I still think it's a great book. I just don't think it's for me. I didn't enjoy it. So for you personally... You're saying for a collective whole of Earth... No, I'm saying, like, period... Not for anyone, just period. It's a great book. But for you, personally? But for me, personally, it's a great book. I just didn't like it. Well, how can... That's my point. Something can still be considered great, even if you don't enjoy it. If you don't enjoy something, why are you doing why it? Why is... In- well, I didn't do it. I Well, I did it because it was required for school, but going back to, like, 1984, same thing. I didn't do it. I gave up on it. I said, screw, like, I got to, I'm, like, halfway through the book. I said, screw it. I still don't see, unless you can personally contest being able to go through it, I don't think you can claim to say that this is the great book that everybody else said it was well, to be. Well, but then, Andy, how can you say it's not? If you if have... If you don't go through it, how can you say it's not great? Because there are problems... How in the, can you make any judgment one way or the other if you don't do it? If you're If you're trying to get through a book... And there are issues with the book that impede you from finishing it, then but, you can claim that this but you book... you haven't seen the rest of the book. Maybe those issues clear up. Oh, there's been books where the issues have not cleared up at the very end of the book. And... Certainly, but you, those books, you made your way through it, so you can say that. Yeah. But if you don't get all the way through it, how can you say that, Andy? Because there are things impeding you along the way. But those might clear up. They, if, for all you know, later but on if in there's... the book... For all you know, later on in the book, those will be seen... As an advantage, as a bonus, as a so you're hitting, you're claiming the roadblock towards being a good book would actually be a bonus if the if you have trouble getting through under a the book, right circumstances. Yes, I don't oh, know what those are, but under the right hypothetical theoretical stances, yes. You and your hypothetical Thamaramus world, whatever you live in, I don't understand it. Oh, your hypothetical situations, it could be great if so, you're gonna have. If there's a book cannot be great if you cannot get through it. It can't be considered great then because there are problems impeding you from deciding that it is a great All right, book. Now how about this? Prelude to Foundation by Isaac Asimov. I tried to get through that one. So did I. When I was like 12, I tried reading it. And I couldn't. I couldn't get past the first chapter without falling asleep. I went back and I read it. That is a wonderful book. Okay, so then you're claiming for the to each their own, each age group. I thought Dr. Seuss was a great <laughs> author when I was younger. Granted, I still, I still think he's a great yeah. author. So do I, but they're, they're each to each their own. Like, I remember reading, um, what was I, I was reading, uh, like, Apollo 13 and, like, Hunt for the Red October back in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Half the stuff was going way over my head. I didn't understand what the heck was going on. I still right. went through it, and I thought this was a neat book. But then when I actually went back and read it again... Because at one point I actually read um, three Michael Crichton novels, two Tom Clancy novels, and Apollo 13 in 24 hours. 
How? We had a very long car ride. Damn. Very long. Were and you I, in the car all day? I mean... Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we had some auto trouble, too, which didn't help. Yeah. Since, like, really, unless I'm dead tired, I can't fall asleep in vehicles. Oh, you must have been pretty damn tired yeah. when we went to oh, Seattle. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> so, if... There's, to each their own, it's like a different level of understanding. Like, I remember, um... Our 11th grade English teacher, do you, I don't remember her name. See, but I, I think that the key difference is what we're both considering to be great. For you, greatness has to have a personal quality. Yes. And to me, there is an objectively great thing. Well, the, the objectively great thing is just a collection of personal greatness, or pe- personal people deciding that this book is great and being, hey, check out this book, it's great. And then the one person can spread it to hundreds of people, and then it will become an overall greatness rather than a personal greatness. But what if – take it as the case of there's only one person. Yes. Then whatever they think is great is absolute great or not? I could tell people, hey, Die Hard's a great movie because I personally enjoyed it. Right. No, no. You're isolated now. You're the only person in the world. Okay. What you think is great is absolute great or not? If I'm the only person still alive in the world, then yes. See, that's where I disagree with you. If you're the only person left, why does it matter what everybody else thinks? Greatness isn't necessarily what everyone else thinks, though. Okay, so then it's greatness is a personal thing, then. You just said that. No! Greatness can... It's objective. It has nothing to do with what people think. It's... Okay, <sighs> you know what? we got to stop this topic because we're going to kill each other. Oh, I'm going to take my dice and just... Chuck them at me. Yes. Shove my D20 down your throat. I'll roll you instead, see where it lands. <laughs> uh, wouldn't you need, like, uh, an x-ray machine? Oh, no, I'll just cut you open and You'll pull it out and see what happens. Wow. Yeah. A little, little gory. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I remember Jack Thompson. I've been playing Wolfenstein since I was nine. Yeah. And Doom and Grand Theft Auto oh. and Dogs of War. And I'm you, trying to think of Andy, other violent video games. You haven't played Dogs of War. No, no, there's a different Dogs of War. There's that a different. So yes. there are two different. Yes. There are two games titled Dogs of War. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just play with trains now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Anyway, how does that make you feel? Trains. We we went from playing like bloody, gory, violent video games to playing with trains. It's relaxing. You don't it, even get to see train crashes. No, because the trains which, don't crash. Which would be a pretty interesting a, mod. Yeah. To actually like, have the trains break down? Your, your trains derail and... If you send them too fast around tor- turns yeah, and stuff like and that? and like if it goes into a city and it derails and you lose industry there or something like that? It'd be kind of neat, but it's probably not going to happen. Never yeah. doubt user-created content. Oh, yeah. User-created content's got it just so <laughs> far, hasn't it? Oh, man. So, um, do you think we should hit the random topic since we actually have a bunch of random topics? Yeah. We, I, man, I was so happy to see the random topics on the forum and see, like, such a positive response to the random topics. It was my thread. This was my idea. Yeah, Andy, Andy started a thread on the forum for random topics and people actually responded. Ha ha. they do to my threads. Well, did you see the discussion we just had on books? Yes. I would, you know how long I've had that? I was going to just go that, into town on the forum. That but wasn't my thread, though. I didn't start that Yes, thread. you did. Did I? Yes. I yes. swear. Yes. Okay. Yes. I thought Kate you started. No. No. Video games are the new books. It was all you. No. Yes. I did not start the thread. 
I did not actually start the thread. No, you didn't start the thread. I but started the idea. During you started the, the discussion. But I didn't start the thread. That's and what I'm talking about. You started the discussion, though, and the discussion can happen in multiple forms. Yes. You were but the I didn't pinnacle. Say the discussion. You were the genesis. I didn't say the discussion. I said the thread. Six of one, half dozen of the other. Maybe. All right. A dog is a type of animal. Square is a rectangle. It is. So uh, there were a couple questions, and Andy and I still haven't really figured out how we're going to decide. I originally said we should throw everything in a giant pool and then randomly pick them, and then people can just keep adding. Like instead of just having people renominate the same stuff over and over again, just Just put it in a giant pool. A a pool of answers and pull them out. Well, a pool of questions, I guess. Uh, This week, however, I, I really like all the questions that they asked. You want us to go through all of them? I, I think so. There's only four of them. Okay. It, it shouldn't be too bad. All uh, right. Should we start with the serious one first, or...? We should end on the serious one. We'll end on the serious one. Because the serious one will take longer, and the other non-serious ones will... All right. First question is, if Batman and Lex Luthor were competing against each other in the world of Warcraft, who would win and why? I would have to say Batman would win. Because Batman's got the uh, supercomputer that he has. Dude, Lex Luthor is really, really – he's as rich as Bruce Wayne. He could buy a supercomputer. He could – yeah, but it's not the Batman supercomputer. Th- I thought about that actually, and I decided that the power of the computer doesn't count. Besides, both computers would exceed the maximum, the minimum specs by so much anyways it doesn't matter. Okay, so then you're going to have to say who can stay up longer. Who's the better strategist? That's what it's... I'm thinking Batman could win just because he's going to be the one who's going to be up at night. <laughs> playing. Playing. He'll, he could... Batman's going to be grinding. But Lex Luthor could hire a, a, a Chinese farmer to power level him. Oh, is it Chinese... <laughs> Lex Luthor hiring Chinese farmers? So it basically would be saying Chinese power leveler versus Batman. Batman would win. Batman would win. Now, here's my question in kind of a, a follow-up question. Right. What classes would they be? Because that would affect... Batman would be a rogue. Do you think so? Why wouldn't he be a rogue? All stealthy, stealthy and stuff? Yeah. yeah. I, Lex Luthor, though. Mage. Raw power. Yeah. So who wins in rogue versus mage? You have two high DPS classes. Mm-hmm. Well, mage can do the AoE, so they can... Mages can get a large group together and just AoE them down. Rogues... Well, but remember, this is 1v1 combat. This is Lex Luthor as a mage versus Batman Well, yeah, as but if rogue. they're leveling, though, or are they... Are no, they... They're, we'll, we'll say they're... they're both 60. Oh, okay. This isn't a, a leveling competition. This is PvP, 1 versus 1. Well, mages have a lot of AoE stuff, so you have to get close to... They have to be close to do their damage. Right. Well, no, mages can two-shot oh, yeah. you with a fireball. So Lex Luthor probably strategize about and... it, but... The mages can AoE to bring a rogue out of stealth. Yeah, but you can just stunlock him, kick him, kidney shot him. Blink. Ooh, that is true. Ooh, I might actually have to give this one to Lex Luthor. It, it, but see, the thing is, I think that Batman would analyze the classes before he picked rogue, and he'd look at what Lex Luthor is going to take, and well, he'd figure it out, and he'd take something else. I think he'd take a hunter. Yes, because that works so much better. Oh, because the dead zone. Yes. Never mind. Um, yeah, freeze. I can't hit you either way, and um, then I'll just get fireballed to death. What beats a mage? Somebody who can suck their mana dry. Priest and warlock. Yeah. Shadow priest. 
Batman would be a shadow priest. I, no, I think Batman would be a warlock, maybe. No, because he, he doesn't want to depend on a minion. And he's got Robin. That's enough for him. <laughs> Robin is the imp. No, it, Batman would be a shadow priest, man. Blend, he'd go in shadow form, be all shadowy. And oh, good point. Alright, so you now have shadow priest against mage. Shadow priest Shadow wins. priest would win. Face melter. Yes. Okay, so. Batman wins. It depends on what class, though. Depends on the yes, class. Yes, but we've discussed this, so we're going to say Batman wins. Batman wins. All right. Uh, next. In a fight between a caveman and an astronaut on Earth, no weapons, but the astronaut does have his spacesuit. Who wins and why? Caveman versus astronaut with a spacesuit, but on Earth. Caveman wins. All right. Uh, explain. Well, the uh, I'm assuming this assumes the astronaut is in his suit. All right. Do you know how hard those things are to move? But you could use that suit for other purposes. Have, have you ever been in the spacesuit? I've been in... They are so inflexible and unwieldy... Yes. ...that the caveman would be able to just kind of walk up to him, beat his head, just like bang his fist on the side of his head, the guy would get concussion and fall down. But it's... The, the, the suit... Fight ends. The suit... What does the suit do? The suit doesn't have like a utility belt on it. Maybe. I don't know. The only thing that could save the astronaut is his knowledge... Yes. And in the suit, that's not really going to do much good. Yeah, because he's and not going to be able to... with the rule of no weapons, it's brute force. Maybe you could just take off the helmet and just swing it around like Weapon. a... Weapon. What? It's part of the suit, though. He says he has the suit, so he should be able to use the suit any way uh, he yeah. sees fit. I, I don't know. I give it to the caveman. I'm sorry, but I think the astronaut would be smart enough to take off the suit, use it for other purposes other than actually still wear it. Yeah, well, but it takes a while to take off the suit, and while he's doing that, he's vulnerable. Are you, wait, are you talking to me that he's going to fall out of the sky, land on the ground in his space suit? Poof, he's there, in the suit, caveman is next to him. Fight! Mortal combat. I still give it to the astronaut. Okay. And then the third question, which is my, my favorite okay. question. Third question. What is the best escape plan for a zombie invasion and why? And that's a really easy question. All right. Dead Rising teaches us the best place to go in a zombie invasion is a mall. Yes. Where everything is a weapon. Yes. Especially if the mall has a gun shop and a tank. <laughs> I don't understand that tank. We have. I have to get a freaking 360. I'm not going to, but... Uh, I will eventually. Whenever there's a price drop problem. Yeah. yeah. I'll pick up a 360 and get Dead Rising and drive around a mall in a tank. We think. I'm not sure. We haven't actually... It's so... It's... But we, we know there's a tank in the game. We saw the picture of the yeah, tank. Yeah, I'm sure you can drive the tank. I'd be really disappointed if you couldn't. So, you just... Throw N-gages at them. <laughs> Throw CDs. Yes. Kick soccer balls. Anything and everything. So, a mall. And then you also have the food from the food court. Oh, yes. So, so you can survive. Yes. For a couple days. Yes. Hopefully by that time, other people will have noticed zombies. The zombie invasion. And, yeah. Like, the government steps in and nukes the whole place, I guess. In which case, you're not going to want to be there anyways, but you don't have much choice. No. So yes, go to, go to a mall if you're ever going to be zombie, in a zombie invasion, invasion. Go to the mall. Yes, it's a very simple answer. Yeah, video games have taught me everything that I you know, know. I've actually gotten life lessons from video games. I was joking when I said that, you know. Yeah, but I like I'm I'm dead serious. That World of Warcraft has really has helped me in life. All right, extrapolate. When my family and I were driving back from Milwaukee, yes. like two weeks ago, yes. From my cousin's wedding. We, we got into Jackson, Michigan, and there was a lot of construction. Yes. It was approximately a two-hour backup. I think I actually drove back on that, but before you drove through yeah. that. Um, and I was driving. 
Yes. My parents were, my dad was sitting next to me in the passenger, my mom was in the back. Yeah. And they were going nuts from just sitting there for two hours. They were going nuts. And they kept asking me, you know, David, are you sure you're okay driving? Are you okay? You know, like, do you, do you want to switch? Are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, guys, I'm fine. And I finally realized, like, they aren't used to sitting there doing that for two hours. When you go into AQ40 and you wipe on the Twin Emperors for three hours, four hours, it's the same feeling. You sit there and you're staring ahead, doing a task, and not really worrying about how much time it's taking. Wiping in World of Warcraft has taught me more patience than 60 years of my father's life has taught him. Huh. I'm actually probably not going to argue with you on that one, because it's just... Molten Core, what's, like, fastest run I've ever gone through is three hours. Right, and it's just sitting there doing the same task. Especially as a hunter, where I just hit two buttons. Well, sorry, three buttons, over and over again, for three hours. Video games teach you life lessons. I'll give you the World of Warcraft, but I'm not going to go too well, far. Well, you know, I'm sure you can extrapolate it to other games eventually, but... Probably. Generalize it for now. Video games gives you life lessons. Super Mario Brothers taught me not to, uh... Jump into a hole. <laughs> yes. If you don't know where the bottom of his hole is... <laughs> don't jump in. Uh, let's see, what other lessons from video games? You should always eat the green mushrooms. Yes, eat the green... Spotted green mushrooms. Yep. Um... Go into strange caves. There might be guys with swords there. Yes. If you're walking down the street... I can't think of a bunch of thugs come at you. Just start punching, they'll all fall down. Oh, even better. Dance the moonwalk. Oh, I haven't played that game in forever. Oh, man. I don't know how that game even got made. (laughs) I don't know either. (coughs) So, it's... Alright. Life lessons. Life lessons from video games. So we have one more question on the random topic of the week. Okay. And, uh, this is a pretty in-depth and rather serious question. <gasps> and that is, and I quote from the forums, what do you guys want to do with your lives? Alright, go, Dave. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> go! You first. I want to contribute to society. And I think the best way of doing that is to teach. Okay. So that's what I'd like to do with my life, is... Teach what? Teach. Well, whatever I can. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty damn good, if I do say so myself, at teaching mathematics. Alright. I'm also relatively skilled at certain other things. I, I'm pretty good at photography, and I p- could probably teach that. Could also probably teach some computer science. Nothing too in-depth, but I've, I've got much more than the basic grasp of it. What about you, Andy? It's kind of funny that this question was brought up. Because um, over at uh, Eastern's homecoming game, which our first win of the season, um, I my dad, I don't know what he did, but somehow he got in the good favor of the alumni association, and so for all the Eastern homecoming or Eastern home games, he had the ability to actually get up in the uh, president's box suite area, up near the press box, that whole thing, for the football games, and so I actually. Um, Joined him up there for the homecoming game, which is great. Free, like a free buffet up there, free bar, the whole nine yards. Plus, I didn't have to sit out in the cold. Nice, big, comfy leather mm-hmm. chair watching the football game. But, um, so I literally ran into, um, our university president there. I actually elbowed him. This in the is chest. the guy with the, the six million dollar house? It wasn't him, though, who did the, who built the house. That was our old president who's long gone. Okay. He's the new one. He's a nice guy. 
Especially he's, since he's I, the one that's not responsible for yes. the six million dollar house. No, no, not him. But so I, I literally actually ran into him with my elbow, recognized who it was, and then somehow he recognized me. I don't know how. So I'm sitting there watching the football game, talking with our um, university president, which is weird. And then he asked me, um, "So, what's your plan?" And when you hear that, I'm, I'm thinking, "What's what's my plan?" I'm like, "But what?" what, what? I didn't understand the question. Right. What's, what's my plan? What's your plan? What's my plan? I'm like, I <laughs> plan on sleep. I plan on hanging out with some people after the game, and then he's like, "No, no, no! What's your five-year plan?" Five years. Yes. And. I didn't have an answer for him. I had no idea what I was going to be, where I was going to be in five years, what I was going to be doing in five years. I, right, five years is a long time from now. I know, and he wanted me to get like specific and stuff, and I'm just like, what house will you be living in? Because he, he seems that's like the he was telling me that's the question he asked all the students just to see if they actually have a long term <laughs> plan. I wonder how many of them do. Probably not many, and the ones that do probably won't follow up on it. Things never go as the way you plan. No, definitely not. And the longer out you plan, the the more it'll deviate. Yes. Well, the more likely it will deviate. There was a small period of time I actually planned on joining the military. Really? Yes. Which branch? Uh, the Marines. Why? Because I thought they were the, the, the tough, the cream of the crop sort of thing, and then I actually went and hung out with Marines and... Yeah, they were telling me of their free time how they would strap people to office chairs and shoot them around the parking lot with a fire hose. Okay. And this was supposed to impress me. What yeah. also didn't impress me was I was supposed to take this like aptitude test thing or something. Mm-hmm. It's like 50, 60 questions. Right. And they just sent me in the room with the computer and told me to take the test. Took the test, no problem at all. And the guy goes in there and he's like, holy shit! And the other guy's like, what? He goes running in there. And the other guy does, holy shit, dude. I thought this was like, what are they doing? They're watching Animal House in there or something? But no, it turns out I had only gotten one question wrong on this aptitude test. Yep. Not surprised. So I was like, wait, so there are people who want to join the Marines who didn't even pass this test. I'm sitting here without even breaking a sweat, only got one question wrong. Yep. They're like, we've never seen this before, and I'm just like... What the hell? That's ridiculous. So yeah, that kind of turned me away from the uh, military. There are other services that are slightly more elite than the Marines. I know, but that would involve lots of things that I would not want to be doing. Yeah. It would be like, okay, I'm going to sign the rest of my life away. Exactly. Which... Not not what you want to do. No. Certainly not at this age. No. No offense to people who actually um, joined the military. To each their own. Right. It was it was not for me. So I kind of sat down afterwards thinking about, like, what did I like doing in high school and stuff when I was in college? I originally was thinking about becoming a teacher also, technology education. Yeah. That sort of thing. But then I realized that I suck at teaching people stuff. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, no, I suck at teaching people stuff. I, I just... Suck at it. It's all right. I came up with a, a paradox, I think. I don't know. I haven't really thought it through. You know the saying, those who can do, those who can't teach? Yes. What about when it comes to teaching? Um, the, the official saying is, those who can't do, teach. Those who can't teach, administrate. 
Really? Yes. That's the same. See, it was actually a quiz bowl answer. Do you remember that? No, I don't. The way I was thinking about it is if you can't teach, then you teach how to teach, which would be your school of Which means you're an administrator. Ed, no, you're a school of ed instructor, which would explain why every school of ed instructor – well, not every. I've heard many horror stories about education instructors. Okay. So those who can teach, those who can't – those who can do, those who can't teach, those who can't teach – Teach teaching. You've confused me. Wonderful. My goal is complete. That is your goal now, is just to completely confuse me? If I can get that look of bewilderment on your face, Ah. my day is a success. Okay, well, consider your day a success. Wonderful. So, uh, yeah, five years from now, I want to kind of stay in this area, because it's a nice area. I was born, like, two miles that way. As he points out the window. I grew up about six miles that way, as I point in the opposite direction. (laughs) And I go to school... About ten miles that way, as I pointed in a third direction. Why are you pointing and saying, I live that way? <laughs> because I could drive you through, basically through my entire life in about the period of an hour. Remember when we went and did uh, Hans's places? It was after the hockey game? We oh, yes. We were driving to get Krispy Kremes? Yes, uh, the Krispy Kremes. Those were tasty. And, like, Hans was guiding us through these backwater little towns? Yeah. We... So, like, I grew up there. What? <laughs> But he's, he's still farther than I've gone, technically, in my life. So I don't know. Like I would sort of want to get out of here, but then I sort of don't because this is a nice environment. That I I've... know. I like this area. I know. I'd, I'd like to stay in this area. kind of want to stay in Michigan, too. It's, hopefully it will get better. Great state. Just yes. rotten economy. Yes. But if you're teaching math, I mean... <laughs> yeah. We're, we're a top ten... Detroit's a top ten... Um, in the nation, in both TV and radio. So going into telecommunications, this is a major area in the net, in the nation for it. Sounds like you should probably stick around. Yeah. So I'll probably be sticking around, hopefully doing something radio, or probably doing, hopefully doing something like this, having my right. own now, hour, okay. two-hour show once a week or twice a week or something like that. So here, here's a, a semi-follow-up question. All right. Can you see us still doing this in three years from now? In three years from now? Well, in less... There's something happens where we're not able to do this. I don't. Why do you think you're going to get burnout after three years? Three years is a long time. But there's always new stuff happening. There's always Jack Thompson stuff. We could talk there's about always his, Jack Thompson. The Jack Thompson I don't podcast. Know. Andy, what what happens if Jack Thompson gets thrown into jail for a month? We'll go visit him and be like, Mr. Thompson. Yes. I'd like to report on you. Yes, I'd like to do an interview for you for our. And I would be deadpan serious. Have you become serious someone's bitch? No, I would. I would. No. <laughs> There's a, there's a point to joking around, and there's a point where you get down and serious with this. Oh, yeah, what? but with Jack Thompson, those points cross so many times. I think it's just the the gamer's view of him has just been so skewed after so many crazy things that it's he's just yeah, more of a persona than he there, is an actual there person. There have been so many crazy things, though. I thought we were going to stop talking about him. You're the one who brought him up. God! Ah. All right. I think that's probably enough. Oh, now we're going to finish right after I start bringing up Jack Tom. <laughs> and he's looking for something to throw at me. Luckily, he's sitting on the bed where there are only soft, cushy pillows. No, I'm just angry at myself for bringing up Jack Thompson. Yes! Alright, folks, I'd say that's a wrap. I hope you answered our questions, or we answered... We answered your questions? Ig, that too. Okay. Uh, and, you know... 
post stuff for us next week. Andy's been taking care of this uh, random topic forum. Yes. Hopefully Red. I will unbreak the forums. I think it's just that one part that's broken. I think so too, but uh, oh, I don't like this. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. God! I'm just angry at myself for... Uh...